2024. Eric, where's your alarm? I can't start without your alarm. <laughs> I think it, it, it had, had to come to a close, unfortunately. Oh. But at least... <laughs> Hi, Cindy. <laughs> I love hearing right. your alarm in the morning, man. Right. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Old Man's Podcast here, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Hi, Russ. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www dot podbean.com and use the code podcast 21 that's all capitalized podcast 21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free check them out bienvenidos al old man's podcast el podcast del viejo nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators. We're starting with a little bit of culture this morning. A little number by Rimsky-Korsakov called Sherzad. Oh, come on, Abrant. You know you like it. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, people. Lighten up. I wanted to bring a little culture to the show this morning. Something about that it boy is... just ain't right. <laughs> really? Uh, Bobby. Bobby. What's wrong with Bobby? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Old Man's Podcast Show with Eric Kirk and the Navigators. Yes, that is Rimsky-Korsakov's Scheherazade, one of the greatest pieces of classical music in my humble opinion that you can listen to it is fantastic hey it is march it is march see in perfect in time with the music it is march thank you thanks thanks conductor thank you all right there he goes ah culture people we just need a little bit of culture a little bit of 
smoothing. Russ, of all people, I thought you'd appreciate that because you're a music guy. Oh, no, I, I, I do appreciate that. I just uh, didn't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> you thought the old man has lost his marbles. He has lost his marbles this morning. <laughs> Hi, Cindy. How are you? Hey, Marley. Hey, Britt. Love you. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going somewhere with it, really. And then it just kind of. No, I just felt like starting the show with Shahrazad. I'm Stixie. I had no direction whatsoever. None. Just playing some classical music. I thought I'd just kind of throw a curveball out there to everybody, especially for the people that are listening to it on the download. They're going to listen to it and go, what the French toast is going on? Hey! But it's March. It is March. After a bitterly cold winter, March offers a glimpse of warmer days ahead. Robin Williams once uh, said, spring is nature's way of saying, let's party. The spring uh, equinox is on March 19th, heralds the arrival of the, of sunnier, of the sunnier season. It is also time to spring forward and adjust your clocks again already. Uh, yep. For daylight savings times on March 10th. That's that's ridiculous. March 10th. Um, uh, beyond St. Patrick's Day, March is full of creative holidays to lift you out of the cold weather blues. I look forward to St. Patty's Day. I really do. As nature begins to bloom again, environment enthusiasm enthusiasts can celebrate like uh, with holidays like National Plant of Flower Day, National Agriculture Day, yeah, yeah. International, International Day of Forests. Oh my God! Are you ready for this one? National Learn About Butterfly Day. Get out of here! Somebody yeah, tell me that French I'm, toast. I'm telling you, March is also a busy month for animal lovers. World Wildlife Day is a great occasion to learn more about our furry fanged and winged friends and Don't nobody can play with them yeah and, <laughs> and, and nobody could resist the double dose of cuteness on march 23rd which marks both national puppy day and cuddly kitty day take a moment to focus on your well-being with mindful holidays like national music therapy day National Day of Unplugging, and World Teen Mental Wellness Day. My favorite, National Napping Day, provides an excellent excuse to get some extra rest. And Take a Walk in the Park Day provides a perfect opportunity to get out and connect with nature. March is also cockful of hol food holidays from National Peanut Butter Lovers Day on March Can't 2nd. Can't eat that. That's <laughs> to tomorrow. National, yeah, to National Tater Day on the 31st. If none of these holidays are tickling your fancy so far, March even has a day for that too. Make up your own holiday day on the 26th. There you go. There you go. Wow. So March, <laughs> March 1st. What do we got on March 1st? Baby Sleep Day. Employee Appreciation Day, uh, National Black Women in Jazz and the Arts Day, National Horse Protection Day, National Peanut Butter Lovers Day, National Pig Day, 
National Play Outside Day, National Wedding Planning Day, National uh, Play a Solo, oh, Plan a Solo Vacation Day, Share a Smile Day, World Compliment Day. You're looking rather fine today, Russ. Thank you. You're looking rather fine. And World Music Therapy Day, along with World Seagrass Day. And that's just March 1st. That's just March 1st. So uh, be, tuned to, be, sure to, be sure to tune in on Sunday when I do the, the old man's week ahead, and I'll lay out what's coming up the rest of the week for next week. Man, I tell you, there you go, national holidays. Everybody happy? There you go, national holidays. Yeah. You forgot one. What, what Cindy? Hold on, Cindy. Let the crowd settle down. Which one did I forget, Cindy? It's uh, St. David's Day. Today? Yes. Nice. It's a patron a patron saint of Wales. Hey, Chris. St. David. Really? <laughs> yeah, again, again, I've been uh, boning up no, on the cool. farmer's almanac here. Uh, yeah, cool. I just happen yeah. to see it. Cool. Well, the reason be is, is most people think Wales is an animal. They don't know that Wales is actually a country. Yeah, well, this is case. spelled differently too. So it's uh, W A L E S. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, it has to do with the British and the English and all that kind of good stuff. So does it say what is uh, what is Saint David Day? What is it all about? What does it say anything? Uh, it says uh, this commemorates the patron saint of Wales, Saint David, who was uh -huh. born in the sixth century of Henfrew Henfrew Cardigan. Saint David's Day also you say in the year of the grapefruit victory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, in, in in fact, the year of the leeks. The year of the leeks. It's a symbol of the leek. You know, like as in, leeks, as leeks. in the, like oh, radish, the leek. leeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like an onion, a big old onion. Yeah, a big old onion, the leeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it says Saint David also celebrates the Welsh Welsh victory over the Saxons in 640. The legend has it that the clever Welsh farmers pinned leeks to their coats so they could recognize one another in in the navy. The Saxons killed many of their own kind, not having such a sign to tell their friends from foe. So, huh. No, there you if go. If you didn't wear a leak on your on your collar, then you got killed. <laughs> oh, also, hey, what what about the afford says, a collar? Cindy, it also <laughs> says that um, traditional festivities for St. David's, wearing daffodils and leeks, Recognized symbols of Wales and St. David, respectively, eating traditional Welsh food, including call and women dressing traditional Welsh dressing, including, oh, increasing number of cities and towns across Wales, including Cardiff, Swansea, and um, Aberystwyth, also put parades on through the day. This day is not a public holiday. You know, it's bad when the old man's in there correcting your pronunciation. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, it's has prompted out. calls for St. David's Day to be a bank holiday in Wales. Um, but it's not Welch. It's Welch. I said that. Welch. Yeah, like Welsh is great. No, you did now, but when you Welch. first said it, you said David's Welch. fame as a teacher and... Spade. 
David Spade as a teacher? David's what? fame. Fame. Oh. Turn up your hearing aids. I thought it was part of the office. Turn up your hearing aid. David died March 1st, 589. His final words of, to the community of months were brothers, guy constant. That's it? You just you stopped that? Well, no, like, I'm not going to continue. You're just making fun of me. So I <laughs> no, we, they no, not. I stopped. No, no, no. Hey, no, no. I quit. Hey. You quit. But, hey, and, and the 15th of March is the odds of March. The that's eyes. right. That's oh, my that's right. anniversary yeah. and my grandpa's birthday, the Ives of March. The Ives. Yeah. The 15th. Yeah. The 15th of March. The Ives of March. Yes. That's when you settle debts in Rome. It's also famous when Julius Caesar was assassinated. Correct, really is, but, but really traditionally, it was the day that all day all debts had to be settled. Yeah, I got married Friday. Well, March I wish we still did that, Russ. Welcome back. So you got married Friday, and what? March fifteenth. Hi, Jeremy. Now, is it going to offend if I put a little clap to that? I mean, don't take it. No, easy. I won't bother okay, me. Hold it's on, hold on. This because I put a little laugh to the laughter we have, and here we go. Little clap. I don't want you to get all mad and go silent. Mad. You. you were mad. You were mad because I put yeah, a little you, seemed a little you seemed a little uh, vexed. <laughs> Thank you, Crush. Welcome. In 1642. <laughs> the old man sailed a boat. Georgian or and York, Maine became the first incorporated American city. Is that something? I think it couldn't become an American city. It couldn't become an incorporated American city because there was no America at the time. Uh, 1780, Pennsylvania becomes the first U.S. state to abolish slavery for newborns only. I didn't know that for newborns only. That's interesting. 1846, Michigan becomes the first English-speaking jurisdiction to abolish the death penalty except for treason against the state. Hmm. 1869, U.S. Postal, postal stamps show scenes uh, issued for the first time. These pictorials showed the post horse and rider, a locomotive, a shield, an eagle, and a ship. The Adriatic. In eighteen seventy-two, Yellowstone becomes the first, the world's first national park. The world's first national park. It's a world national park. I don't know. Hey, who was president in eighteen seventy-two? Who made that? Who made that? Well, I'm assuming uh, wasn't it, it the first wasn't it Teddy Roosevelt? piece of land that was. Um, yeah, Okabella? by a country, the uh, <laughs> national park. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just thought the you word. Le- it was President Grant. Was it President Grant? Thank Correct, you. Amendo. Correct. Uh, thanks, Canadian friend. <laughs> hey, don't you remember what Brett said? I am Flintstone's closet. Flintstone's closet. Oh, okay. What is that? I have no idea. It's what better that. man Plato's closet. 
1954, U.S. explodes Case uh, Castle Bravo, a 15 megaton hydrogen bomb at Bikini Atoll, which accidentally became the most powerful nuclear device ever detonated by the U.S. But it accidentally? We did it on accident. We didn't mean to make the most powerful nuclear device. We we made us we made a mistake. A it was a mistake. We, we it was a boo boo. It was an accident. Notice how okay. Notice how whenever you do something as a kid, even as adults, we still do it. You do something and you get caught. You get caught doing it. It's always an accident. I did it on accident. You did that's what, it. That's what, uh, that's what the scientists down in Florida are working with the antimatter. We're gonna say one day when they suck us all into a black hole. I'm like, <laughs> don't mean to do that. <laughs> we did it on accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be weird. Well, you know, when they did the uh, when they when they made the first uh, uh, atomic bombs, they were afraid that when they ignited the bomb, it was going to ignite the atmosphere and destroy the world. They did. That was one of their fears. And then, uh, according to the movie Offenhauser, Offenheiser. Um, they, uh, he had a talk with, uh, um, um, I just lost his name, the Edison, uh, Edison. he had a talk with Edison and, uh, he says, you know, we were afraid that this, uh, bomb was going to destroy the world. And he looks at, uh, Edison and says, I'm afraid we were right. And, uh, they did. I mean, uh, the whole development of the bomb started the nuclear power races and all this and that did in effect destroy the earth anyway oh shep's here shep shepherd what's going on no they gave us nuclear power plants well i mean yeah there's always a well yes there's a good side there's always that dark side to it you know uh yeah, there's, there's always, always a dark side, side to human nature, I believe. There's a dark side, yeah. There always is. There always is. You can't, you can't do something good without, you know, without the dark side consuming it and coming up with its thing. You know, it's just like a lot of electro a lot of the a lot of technologies develop for good, but it ends up being uh some way or another transformed into pow- into weapons, you know. Yeah. yeah. We developed this so we could support life. Yeah, we're gonna use it to take life too. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. That's what happens. You know, a coin has two sides. That's what it is right there. Um, yeah, but I agree with you. I mean, uh, yeah, that we got a lot of good things out of that. Don't collect that any wooden nickels. Did you know they actually did make wooden nickels? It was around, it was around the time of prohibition and that. They actually did of make Of course you know that. And they were made. Dinosaurs. <laughs> And I think they were made as tokens. You know, you cashed them in for stuff. But, you know, and then after after the economy picked back up, they said, don't take wooden nickels because they ain't good anymore. There ain't nothing there. Hey, Jeremy, what's going on? Uh, good to see you. Matthew, good to see you. Crash. Miss Dixie, good morning. Marley, what's happening, Marley? Hey, don't forget, this is our Promote Your Podcast Day. If you've got a podcast coming up, you want to let us know uh, anything special happening, put it in the you can put it in the chat room, and we'll read it out loud so everybody knows. And or maybe, uh, you know, we might uh, we might let you call in and tell us about it too. Depends on who you are, because there's some people we just won't give the airwaves to. Uh anyway. Yesterday's so, was fun for go. me and you. 
Yesterday's what was fun? My podcast was fun yesterday. Hi, Paul G. Eh, it was all right. Eh, it was all right. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, what was interesting is uh, we uh, we spent some time, uh, Crash spent some time talking about her heritage. That was fascinating. Fascinating. Because you're you chased your roots back into Scotland, right? Yes. And we uh, we concluded that her clan, her family clan, uh, was around and was probably more than likely on the fighting side with William Wallace, the guy that uh, led the charges Scotland against England. Uh, fascinating, fascinating stuff right there, man. I tell you. It's and you found, go ahead. Incredible. And uh, you found the tartan. You found your family tartan. Your family crest. Oh man, just good stuff. Just yeah. Good the stuff. motto. Yeah, the motto and all that stuff. Why don't you tell us about that? Tell, tell us a little bit about that stuff you found. We it's did that yesterday. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you want to hear about it? No, that's fine. You want to hear about it? Listen to Crash and Burn. No, it was. No, no, no! Hi. That's a good segue into promoting your show to get downloads. Download, uh, download, crash and burn yesterday's show, and hear about it. It's absolutely fascinating, you know. And I, I was telling Grammy about it, and uh, now Grammy's thinking about doing that. Uh, uh, what did you do? Twenty three and me. Twenty three and me. Grammy's thinking yeah. about her, and uh, uh, because you know, Grammy knows. Grammy can. Grammy can somewhat chase trace her her heritage down to to slaves she can't yeah. uh, her family name uh her dad's was mc mc uh mcdaniels mcdaniels okay she's not she's not scottish you know but that they gave slaves the names of their owners that's right whoever owned the plantain they were working on they had their name yeah and so her name was plantation McDaniel. I meant that. Sorry. Plantains are like a giant banana. Sorry. My MS brain is not working today. I apologize. I caught that too, but I go plantain, plantation. Eh, close enough for the old man. <laughs> Good catch, Russ. Good catch. Uh, so anyway. Oh, she he'll always catch it when he's me because when it's me because he just loves to get my goat. No, it's because it's still on the car he doesn't do it to get people's goats. It's just what he we does. have a good banter, him and I. Well, I know, but it, I it, love time, him for that. Most of the time, it feeds into a banter, but I mean, uh, he does it because he's just uh, one of those guys that uh, uh, that corrects people. He's used I'm to correct me all the time. I'm a jerk. I understand. I'm a jerk. You're not a jerk. I don't <laughs> think you're a jerk. <laughs> oh, you're not a jerk. You're not a jerk. Hey, well, I, I said you some I couldn't use any other words. Friday, old man. Family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so Grammy's doing that, and I'm sick. And I, I had a, I had a, I come across a, uh, uh, a second cousin of mine uh, that I never knew existed because she did that 23andMe thing and found my dad, and then found me and contacted me, and bam! I mean, I, I got. I could trace some of my lineage uh, back to uh, Switzerland in the 1700s. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Fascinating I stuff. I found 10 siblings I didn't know I had. 
Yeah. And then, so we're looking at the map of Scotland during the uh, William Wallace days, back in the 1200s. And uh, lo and behold, there's another clan that we saw up in northern northern uh, Switzerland. I mean, Switzerland. Scotland. How do we get to Switzerland? They're often, Switzerland. They're often confused with, with each other. Especially on my show, yeah. Yeah. I love your laugh, Cindy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that was cat. No, Cindy laughed too. Cindy laughed. Oh. It was funny. Uh anyway, in Scotland, by the name of Sinclair. Who That's do we right. know? Who do we know that has uh, the last name Sinclair? Shonda. 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 I got a so, girlfriend. I had a girlfriend in high school named Crystal Sinclair. But that's a total different thing, and y'all don't know her, so we'll keep moving on. <laughs> That's another they story. They have, gas, they have gas stations <laughs> named Sinclair too. Yeah. So anyway, I while while we're the while uh, the show was we were doing the show while Cat Cat's doing her show, <clears throat> I fired a quick message over to uh, Shonda and said, "Hey, we noticed that there." Uh, I asked her. I said, "Hey, do you got by possible? Do you possibly have relatives? Do you got Scottish blood running through your veins? Do you have relatives from Scotland?" And she she messaged me back really quick. Yes, I do. And so that just uh, you know that just lit another little bit of a threw some gasoline on that, and it was fun. Uh, so um, yeah, we need to get uh, we need to get together on maybe Monday. Let's see what's going on Monday. Oh, okay, uh, maybe on Monday, cat. Uh, we need to get together with Shonda and talk about Scottish. Scottish heritage. That'd be wonderful. See what she's got going on because you two, you two could have had family members that together ran to get ran with William Wallace in the 1200s. And lost to the English. And lost over and over and over and over again. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but it didn't stop him. It didn't stop him from trying. No, man. Dude, I, I believed, like, dude. I was like Braveheart's probably my favorite movie of all time, and I'm like really, I'm really big into the whole Scottish Revolution and all that stuff. That happened. my um, grand, I love oh, that my history. Line has a castle. Uh, but back in like 2016 or 17, I can't remember what they had a chance to vote themselves free of England, and they chose to stay. Yes, and when they, I know. And, and, and when they did that, I was like, you know what? I'm done with y'all. Yeah, when that when they did that, I thought Why would they stay. They did that, I thought William Wallace got got beheaded and quartered for nothing. <laughs> nothing, know? yeah, all that nothing. Yeah. I mean, everything yeah. that happened after that, nothing. It was all for nothing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, it it had to be probably for in, economic in, reasons. Economic yeah. reasons, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and which means it was a, it was a government thing. thing and not what the people wanted. Because I believe the Scottish people wanted to be separated. They wanted to be themselves. Oh, they voted on it. The people voted on it. Oh, and it, was a, oh. And it, was it wasn't a slim, just a parliament it, vote. It wasn't just a parliament vote. No, the people. The, the people, people they put it to the people. Mm, yeah. yeah, and it was about <clears throat> a slim margin, but they voted to stay with the UK. And after ah. that, I was like, you know what? <sighs> All that for nothing, dude. It kind of made me mad, and I'm Italian, and I was mad about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really was. 
Marley, how were you able to join the old man's fan club? Because I do not, I didn't, I have never activated that. Um, never I activated. noticed that too. Uh, I mean, um, Podbean glitch or something. Unless Podbean put it, took it, took it upon themselves to activate it. But uh, hey, if you guys want to join that fan club, that's fine with me. Do what you want. Don't, don't pay anything for it though. Yeah, it's not an option on my. Yeah, it's not an option on mine. Yeah, I don't know. Monica. Yeah, because I, I, I Marley just special. It's on yours, Russ. I'm, I joined yours. I'm talking about it's not on my thing to click. Oh, on. Oh yo, you know what it is, old man. So if somebody joins somebody else's in your show, it'll show that they joined yours, even though they joined Crashes. Because Marley said I joined Crashes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but all it'll right. show as yours because it's in your show. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, by all means, join Crashes uh, fan club for her. And mine is free right now. Uh, she's got a great podcast. She's got three or four, three or four, uh, four podcasts. now, four now under her belt, and it's uh. We have fun. She has fun. She's a good pod. She's she is uh, a good podcaster, and she's developing into a fine podcaster. Ooh. You, know, you know what I mean, baby? Ooh. A fine podcaster. Chicken, chicken, yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's see. Um, yeah, so you know this. Uh, I, uh, Russ. So yeah. Uh, uh, what the the hey, break? Hey, hey, uh, Tom. Oh, no, you started. I was just saying your name back. How you doing? Oh, hey. Um, I want to ask you, well, you know that you know that movie Rob Roy, right? That that movie yes. Rob Roy. Yes, I do. Now, that's, yes. that's a Scottish. That's a Scottish movie too. That's a really now, good when, drink. When was when was uh, when was he around? Was he did he precede? Did he precede William Wallace? Do you know? Because that's also based on a uh, a historical figure, Rob Roy. I don't know. I don't I'm know googling. I wish but my chef friend a... was here. He could Google. Did you see oh, that? Crash can Google. Did Taking you see that movie? Yeah. Did you yeah, see I've that movie? It. That's a it good movie. It came out in 1995. The movie. Yeah. Well, it had nothing to do with when he was around. <laughs> no, I know that. I was just answering his question when he said about the movie. Please. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, he preceded Braveheart by three months. Rob Roy McGregor, <laughs> he is from 1671, and he died 1764. Oh, he's after, way he's after, after, way after, way after. He's like almost, uh, almost 400 years after William Wallace. Yeah, man, man. You See, you, you can't forget the the McLeod clan. Yeah, yeah. See, you you Scottish people have been trying to break away from England for your entire existence, and now you had a chance. You had a chance to do it back then when they had that vote, and you decided, nah, we, we're not going to. He was an outlaw who became a folk hero. Retarded is what it is, man. <laughs> like, I just, no other word. And he it. was a soldier and a cattle de dealer. You know, that's hey, one of the all very... these millennials, man, is what screwed it up. <laughs> I think so. He was one of the uh hey, I'm a millennial. He was one of the... Yeah, but you're not a screwed yep. up one. You're an old millennial. Yes, yes, you are. 
Yeah, you're, yeah. You're a, Eric's a millennial, aren't you, Eric? You're a millennial. The older millennial with Shep. But Shep's got me yeah. beat by two yeah. years. None of, none of that surpri- look, none of that surprises me that you're all millennials. When did that when did millennials like what uh, year? Uh, so you're a millennial, so like aren't you? I'm the first Russ? batch, or I'm like no, one I'm the last Russ year is a Gen Xer. I'm the last you're year, the of, last Gen year of Gen X. Oh, okay. the, the last of the best. Rob Roy was known as the Scottish Robin Hood. The Scottish Robin Hood? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're, totally, you, you're awesome, Monica. We don't count you as a millennial. Noted for Highland Outlaw, whose reputation as a Scottish Robin Hood was exaggerated in Sir Walter Scott's novel Rob Roy in 1818 and some of the passages in the poems of William Wordsworth. Uh, Abram says she did that 23andMe oh, right, with her, for her husband. Uh, she says, oh, I did that for my husband and found out his great-great-great-great-grandma grandma's fa- father is that what mm-hmm. it, was that what you're saying there was on the mormon move to utah and one of the first black mormons well that that's interesting because mormons thought the blacks were of the devil uh i grew i grew up uh, my mom was a mormon and uh yeah that's interesting that's interesting uh had a lot of conflict a lot of conflict in the mormon church between blacks wow they actually they actually had to have a vote in the Mormon church and they go, eh, no, God changed his mind. Mormon uh, blacks are okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what my former Mormon mom told me. I don't know. The Rob Roy, his family, his clan. Yeah. Um, his mother was part of the Campbell clan, which was part of my clan. Well, wait, 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 wait. What clan was he part of? Campbell clan. Campbell, yeah. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And Campbell was a big clan. It was a... The Campbell clan who took out my grandfather. He was hung and murdered for yeah. treason. And they said that um, Margaret Campbell, one of her daughters, married one of the Lamonts later in life and then that's how they became part of the history together now how does that tie into roy roy his mother was a Campbell. that was her maiden name oh his mom who was, um who was uh, uh guilty on treason my well he wasn't that's what they charged him with but he wasn't it was the campbell clan that took him out before he could be tried it was like her Great, 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 great grandfather. Yeah, grandfather from 1674. He was trying to overthrow the Scottish government? No. The Campbell clan took him out for trying to... He was part of the government in Scotland, and the Campbell clan took him out before he could prove that they were robbing and stealing from the government. Okay. So they 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 declared that he committed treason. Correct, treason, and it was proved they after they hung him that he was actually innocent. Wow! The castle that they owned is now a huge monument and museum. From our nowadays, city. that would be a hefty lawsuit. 
You, you know what's really cool and almost as cool as that crash? Mm-hmm. Michael Weatherly and Katie, uh, Cody DePablo are bringing back uh, Tony DeNozo and Ziva on Paramount Plus, and their own spinoff yeah. is going to be called. That'll yeah. be awesome. What's that about? What what what's that? What's that show? About? NCIS. You remember NCIS? with Gibbs, the original couple seasons with Gibbs and uh, the yeah, guy who played like ten seasons together, Denozo, and then he played Bull on the other show on Channel Two or CBS. Um, just an actor. Just oh, a, okay. yeah. You never seen it was, it was, it was basically they were uh, they yeah, were Navy investigators basically for just kind of uh, crimes that would go on. You know, in the Navy, uh-huh. they were like the um, FBI of the Navy, I guess you would say. Hey, it's Abrin been, says it's, it's been over Abrin, almost 22 years now. It's a great it's show. Abrin great says show. her husband's family uh, slave name was Green. That's interesting. Green. Anyway, go ahead, Eric. What were you going to say? Well, that, that NCIS show is all a spinoff of another show called Jag that had Catherine Bell yes. and yes. David James Elliott. And Mark Harmon. Uh, not Mark yes. Harmon. What's his and, name? Uh, Sam, uh, the guy that played Sam. What was his name, dude? That was a great show, dude. I love Catherine Bell, man. That was like probably one Jag of my first was awesome. That's probably one of my first Jag, crushes, it was, um, Bell. She was. Yeah, Catherine Bell, David James Elliott, Patrick. Dave James Elliott, yeah. That dude. That was the guy you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Harm, yeah, yeah. Mac and Harm. Harm, yeah. His name is Harm, yeah. Hi, sweet angel bear. Good to see you. Yeah, Harm well, and Rab Jr. Well, of course, um, the, the Jag show began over on NBC in 1994, and then it moved to CBS in 1997, and it ended in 2005. But but it was 2003 that the NCIS franchise right, got right. launched. Yeah. Hey, have you yeah. guys started watching that new uh, <clears throat> that new one, uh, Shogun? That new one on uh, on I believe it's FX, Fox. It's What's on it called? Shogun. 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 About, about, about Japanese. About the Japanese island and uh, the, you know, the the trades, uh, the the ah, uh, the Spaniards and all that people going and taking over Japan. I'm telling you, it is a great. It's great. What's the name of the show? Shogun. Shogun. S H O G U N. Shogun. Oh, okay. Shogun. It's about ancient Japan. It is. Excellent. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Oh, you need to I watch know. that. No, Tiki would be a Gen Xer. I don't know if you were talking about it before I joined the show this morning. I heard you talking about the uh, atomic yeah. bomb. Um, I just recently watched Oppenheimer. Hey, Mike Leon. Uh, a couple, couple days ago, it's on Peacock streaming. Yeah. What'd you think? Awesome movie. Awesome movie. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched movies like that in a while. You know, especially these these big blockbusters. That hit. Um, hey, that was one of them. That was one that I was actually waiting for, and it seemed like it took a while for them to release it on streaming. Usually, yeah. they release movies quicker. I was wait. I was waiting for it too because I wanted to watch it, but it was not what I thought it was going to be about. Oh, I thought on. it was going to be solely about the development of the atom bomb, but it wasn't. It was about that guy Oppenheimer and well, uh, the struggles yeah. that he had. Before, during, and after the development of the atomic bomb, it you was thought very- it, you thought it was going to be more about like the actual like uh, science science behind developing the a bomb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but yeah, it was yeah, very. Yeah. It was a great movie. I I I, 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 I think it was it was very well done. Um, what what exactly? I, I was confused by Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Who was he? 
He was just some uh, power, politician, power grabbing politician bureaucrat. Yeah, that that threw and, everybody else under the bus for his own. Yeah, he gain. was throwing everybody under the bus for his personal gain, and that was during the time when they were head hunting people that they thought were communists. Right, you know? right. And, which, uh, which, think, which, uh, you know, uh, Killian Dane. What, what's his name? Killian Dane is the actor that played Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. He uh he had was he was uh had ties to the Communist Party because back then a lot of people did um that lived in the country because it was different than what I guess they thought it yeah, was. Yeah, all you had to do back then is all I had to do is find out that you talked to somebody or yeah. you had a friend of a friend of a communist, then they labeled you a communist. That's why he had a hard time for them issuing his security clearance. Right, but there, I mean, but it, it didn't surprise me that there was going to be a lot of those, like um, you know, people who were going to uh, betray the others. That one, whoever was the other guy uh, to assist uh, Rob, uh, Matt Damon's character, he was one of them that turned on him. Yeah, uh, all that. Yeah, just well, to, just during, to advance their careers. Yeah, it was during the Cold War, and that was a very heightened political time. You know, sure. and, uh, <clears throat> and the uh, that's when uh, I believe the McCartney McCarthy era when they were head hunting communists and uh, going after them in uh, you know and uh, in Hollywood and everywhere. I mean, yeah, they were just going really after them. And I don't know uh, whose ding that was, but it made me feel like I just had an idea. <laughs> With a little light bulb above your head. Oh, no, kill killing <laughs> Dane is a professional wrestler. Hold on. That yeah, was a thing up my phone. I wasn't going to call you out on that, Chef. I was just going to let it slide because you're my boy. <laughs> Who was the actor? He was the one that played uh, Scarecrow in, Bat in the first Batman. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Christopher yeah. Nolan. It wasn't Killian Dane. <laughs> so, uh, Killian Murphy. That's what it is. Yeah, Killian yeah. Murphy. Yeah, but they, then, Chef, did you realize going into that movie that it was a three-hour movie? I did not. It was like Gilligan. Now, I knew it was long because I remember when it came out in theaters. It was like the summer blockbuster, if I remember. Right. Uh, of 2023. And I remember them saying like the, the long run time, which isn't as uh, common in movies nowadays. But I think that movie didn't drag that much at all. Like there was, I, think like, I think it's more common now than it, and, than it was before. Movies used to be well, an hour and a half, two hours long. Longer movies? Well, yeah, most movies are about an hour and a half. Um, Hi, Monica. Yeah. Good to see you. I, I just Later felt on. that there was uh, oh, oh, Grammy and I, Grammy and I, Grammy and I sat through that movie, and it was all done. It was like, man, that was a good movie. Like, yeah, and Grammy Josh. goes, Did you know that movie was three hours long? It's like, I what? Didn't know, I didn't yeah. know Josh Hart. It didn't feel like three hours when I watched no, it. it. No, it didn't. It, it flowed. I, I didn't welcome. know. Um, I knew Harry Truman was played by Gary Oldman. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, it had a lot of people in it. it, it had a lot of yeah, artists. yeah, dude. You have like a really good cast there. Um yeah, even good. Rami Malik. Rami Malik, who had like no speaking roles until the very end. I know. He so, surprised me when he showed up. It was like, whoa. He was, he, he was that assistant when uh when uh, Oppenheimer Hi, met them in the hotel to right. sign the uh, petition and he but he was just like the little you know little uh helper in the background didn't say a word to the till that hearing he was like and a he researcher he dug out information, yeah, man. you know like a pi yeah. and and he basically was the one to uh whistle blow on the other guy uh rubber down junior's character 
Yeah, Luke Hedger is down. Wide open. You said Josh Hardy was in it? Ding dong dong ding. Josh 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 Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, I didn't know that until I looked up uh, IMDb just now. Who do you play? He played Oppenheimer, Leslie Groves. General Wesley Groves appoints physicist Oppenheimer to work on the top secret Manhattan Project. Huh. Hey, Jeremy, that's interesting. Jeremy says in the chat room, oh, man, did I tell you how my wife's grandpa was always told his grandmother was Cherokee Indian. And uh, then when they did the genealogy thing, her birth certificate said that she was black. That's interesting. No. Yeah, that's because everybody's Cherokee. Yeah, everybody's Cherokee, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that movie, Russ? Yeah, yeah, I seen it. He was the guy in the lab next door that was building the actual like uh, machine, like the actual tech for the theory of uh, Oppenheimer. He with right. the glasses. Huh. Right, right, he looked yeah, nothing like him. He, yeah, he played. He, he looked like Jer more like Jerry McConnell, if anything. That movie. Yeah. Monica, you said Podbeam erased all your recordings. What? But I'm glad he's back. As what is that? Oh, I'm, I was really. I, I was lost all of my followers. I had to Monica, follow everyone you, back today. Did your did your subscription lapse with them for a month? Because that's what happens if that if yeah. if uh, you go from being that's paid to with... to being an unpaid member of Podbean, or keeping your same profile. But if you pay them, like if you sign up again for like a monthly, you paid for the year. I don't yeah, know. I'd get in contact with him. I would definitely email him about that. And you haven't been on here a year yet, right? No, no Monica hasn't. Uh -uh. She's been on for like maybe like five months, four months, five, six months, maybe. At she said she paid a year. Yeah, not for six months. So you paid that one lump sum where it was you would have paid like <laughs> 120 for the year because you get a deal if you pay for the year. Yeah, I would email them. Um, if you go to their website, you go to the bottom to contact them. And they're pretty good at getting back to you in fairly short notice. They yeah, they're, back really quick. their customer service and uh, their tech. They really, they, 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 yeah, their customer service. They're really is, quick. Yeah, and they're, they're very understanding of me. Like, I've had to only write them for two different things. And the main one was being um, blocked or brick band or whatever they call it. And they were able to lift it because um, I, I had explained mm -hmm. to them, you know, why that was happening to a few people. And when they looked into it, they were able to see like the, how fast and like, it was like rapid fire, like block on block, block on block, block on block. And as long as that's done six times, then you're done. Wow. So good times. But I can Get give you, I'll get you that email that you can reach out to them if you want. Yeah. Or, or, the, or, or like what you were alluding to Shep about how they, how people are like, like lightning speed with that block unblock button it would probably be yeah. somebody that that's that that's got beefs with people that are that are trying to get y'all kicked off but 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 you're you're just coming back punching back even harder saying nice try well yeah, yeah right because there. usually all it takes nice. is you go into a room that has the host and maybe one or two admins set up and they can get you before you can even realize what's happening yeah because they just don't like you so they'll block you you know yeah. And so, you get yeah. three blocks and then the pop pops in. 
three blocks, then mm -hmm. you go to jail for a week, and then more than that, you get your device is banned from signing into Podbean, regardless if it's a different account or uh, you hit the skip button. It doesn't allow you to. You would have to go and uh, downgrade to all the. It's a whole big thing. It's not. It's just easier to email them, and they lift it as long as you can explain what email it was that got blocked. They'll look into it. And if they try to say that you were blocked by so many hosts in a certain period of time, they say yes, but it was a unfair attack. As soon as I entered the room, uh, it was a foreign room and I was American or, you know, whatever. I spoke English and they blocked me from that. Yeah. Because that does happen on here, unfortunately. Hey, I got to step away from the mic for a minute. Russ, Ship, guys, crash. I got over. you. Eric, run up. No, man. I'll be right I'm going to let it be an awkward, I'm let it be an awkward silence. While you're Free for all. But uh, Monica, if you want, you all you have to do is email help at podbean.com. I had to do that last month, Monica, because I had payment issues. I paid and it said it wasn't recording it. And I messaged them and within an hour, they had everything reinstated. Yeah, they, yeah, they're really good. Once they get, and they will back, they will write back and forth. It's not like they might say they have to escalate your ticket to like whatever department. Yeah, that's but they, what they but said. They will, right. and they do write back at weird hours. Some I notice it's a lot of overnight. yeah, like two a.m. They would write me back. Yeah, four. I got four fifty-three a.m. Yeah, yeah, but they but always Leslie, they had it cleared up by the next morning. It was completely done, and they gave me a credit. So, oh, really? That's good. Oh, that's nice. And I didn't ask for that. I just asked for them to fix. Yeah, just what do, I what, paid whatever. And reinstate yeah, right. it. Make it right, in other words. Yep. So all I wanted to do was fix it so I didn't I've do ever, anything. I've ever corresponded with, and the first person would be Leslie. And then when she escalates, she forwards it to her technical staff, usually Danita, D A N I T A, is the person's name. Danita. And she'll be writing back at Danita. Danita. Yeah. Danita Plantain, whatever. I had some guy Plantain. named um, Plantain. Brandon. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah, the Brandon. I don't, I've only had women write back. I guess it's just the whatever day of the week. Yeah, there. Jen. Jen's another one. Yep. They were super kind and super fast. Yeah, they're good about it. But um, yeah, get to them, see why you. Um, why all your your published shows have been taken down, and I'm pretty certain that once it's reinstated, they will have them back because it's in the cloud. I think. Yeah, and I lost um, some of my stuff, and they it was all back once they reinstated so, the account. It took another 24 hours, and then mm -hmm. what they deleted was back. So even if like you have yeah, okay, so you know like if you guys do shows lives or even public uh, pre-recorded shows. You have them in like your Podbean cloud, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. We can always like pull the recording, and then when you want to publish it, you have to go and like you know publish that said recording. Was it, were you able to view your recordings in that media? Um, yep, I was able to view it and edit it, and then put it back so, and do whatever. But when they did. but when they pulled it, you couldn't see it regardless of what you did. Correct. And then okay. when they reinstated it, um, they sent me a link, and then um, to, uh, they sent me a link to add everything back, and they stayed online with me while I corrected everything. And then they said, "Hang on one moment, please." And then they went and verified it was all done properly, and then that was it. So it was like 
I was online with him for maybe 20 minutes. That's not bad at all. Oh, they had you on the phone? No, no, no. On, like, online. Like Corresponding. Emailing, back yeah, back and forth. Yeah. Okay. That's good. It's really good. They, all I know is that they work with, they work with every, like, anybody that I've ever known that have an issue with even being banned or jailed. Well, jail, they can't do anything about it. If you're in probably jail for a week, you're in probably jail for that week. They can't lift that, but they can lift the brick ban. And they do. Like when I wrote out, like when I just got recently book banned, it was uh, said, I have the email here. I'm actually looking at it. Basically what they said was that, um, let me just pull it up. Here we go. The last thing that she said was, uh, we checked the account and the email that they wrote was N-O-E-M-I-Q-R-031 at Gmail. And that's, I've never had that email ever. I don't even know what email that is. No M I Q R. I don't know. So I told him, I said, no, the only accounts that I have hooked up to my Gmail, uh, to my Pobby or my Gmail accounts. And none of them, they have, they all have my name in it somehow in some format. So ever since then they cleared it because it's actually, I, I looked in their terms of service and it doesn't state anywhere in their terms of service that they can do that to your device. So, I, you know, not that uh, they really care what I say, but I said, you know, not for nothing. Um, you guys don't have the authority to go into my, I never agreed to that term of ser terms of service. I don't read them anyway, but once I had to, I realized that that's not something that they, uh, they tell you about unless they changed it. But when I happened to me, they didn't. So I said, that's, that's more of a problem than anything I would think, because that's, you know, in the terms of service, they say anybody found to be manipulating or exploiting their app, the code for their app will be, you know, uh, violating the terms of service, but nowhere does it say, um, if I got banned six times, would I be, uh, would my device be locked out? You know, because they're, they're, they're tapping into some something else. It's not even the Mac number because when I factory reset my phone, I was able to be unblocked, unbanned. Un so I don't know what they go on. Or, or, or you'd have to wonder if you might potentially have a like a, a hacker, you know, you know, using your IP address, you know, without your knowledge and, and without your consent. Well, I, so I, that did cross my mind, but I know, because, but, but, but I know but that for, would be hard to prove. Well, so they have an email. They gave me an email address to an account that was used on Podbean, but like, why would that email account be associated to me? I don't get it. Like, you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's only one, like, there's only one email that will log me into Shep. There's only another email that will log me into baby Shep. And then my, mm -hmm. my alter ego on here is another email, but they're all my emails. Um, right. You know, when I, when I sign in like, with Google. Like, like, like I have like, like two different like Podbean accounts. I've got the, this main one that's tied to a Gmail address and then, and a secondary one that's tied to um, an AOL email. Okay. Okay. Right. So that's the thing, right, right there. Like that's a perfect example. Even though it's different services, it's different emails. So if I'm, if, if Shep, 
like the name I'm on right now, if that got brick banned, which it did, and I know how to get around it, but it's mm-hmm. not ideal because like it's I get around it temporarily, and anytime I want to switch accounts, I have to do something else. But the point is, is that why would those other emails be affected? Because even though it's the same device, it's different accounts. Like I can understand them blocking the account, right? That makes sense to me. Right. But don't block the device because if I wanted to sell sell this device, if I was borrowing somebody's devices that day, right? To log, you know what I mean? It's kind of like that's why it's not in the terms of service because I don't think that's legal for them to do. Well, Woo! well, well, well no, I've thing, never heard of that in well, any other. Well, and another thing you also have to keep in mind too, Shep, is that would be very Google concerning make, huh? for us is if Podbean started allowing like AI bots to like patrol like Welcome live shows. And, and I think CastBox was the same way. And then, and you also see bots over like on Twitter X and Facebook and TikTok and other yeah. places. And you, you feel and, that there's bots and that's on how they're able to, what, what's that? Um, repeat that, Shep. He's all of a sudden um, muted. I don't know. Yeah, I think he got a phone call. Or unless he got a phone yeah, call. But, but 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 another, another drawback about having those AI bots yeah. is is they could rally pe- people like you know who might have like an opposing political or religious point of view from you yeah, you, you know, rally them you know into doing something malicious like mass reporting you to try to get you permanently banned which you know that is like a practice I'm not in agreement with yeah that, they they got to do something I don't know so but um you know and. Yeah, and I'm, I think I might would like to take this moment, if we may, since it's almost the top yard, to do a trivia contest announcement. Um, By all means, do it. Yeah, go and ahead. And I'm pulling up an instrumental theme, and thanks, Russ. Today's instrumental theme is no the theme song to the Big Bang Theory sitcom. Um, next Friday, here on the Old Man's Podcast Show, we will be kicking off the March trivia contest under the subject of TV and. What's going to happen is next Friday here on the show, I'm going to read the trivia question live on the air. And if you know the answer to the contest question, simply email your guest and be sure you also include your name when you email it to theoldmanspodcast at gmail.com. And you'll have until the following Friday, following Thursday, excuse me, March 14th at um, 11 to midnight Eastern time, 11 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Mountain, and 9 p.m. Pacific. And if you answer this trivia question correctly, you're automatically entered into a drawing to for next Friday, the following Friday morning, March 15th, when we announce the answer and the lucky winner. And that prize is a $50 gift certificate to Glowflow Denver. And, and we certainly hope friends will um, participate in that trivia contest, which should really, truly be a lot of fun. Welcome, Finn. Glad to have you here. And it is our Promote Your Podcast Day, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Nice. Yep. Hey, uh, I just saw, did you see this thing where The Rock, The Rock, uh, he's got all the rights now to everything, uh, like The Rock. The Rock is... Jabroni. He is the rights to Jabroni. Jabroni, uh, what's that? That's one of the... One of his catchphrases. He used to use to, to like, you know... Oh, okay. Like, to make fun of somebody, but he, um, the Jabroni was used by the Iron Sheet. Yeah, he's got the rights to Jabroni, Jabroni, and uh, Rudy Pooh, and uh, yeah, Candy Boy. He's got all the anything associated with WWE right now. He has. Well, what they did was um, so up until just recently, all like the name The Rock, 
Um, that's why he would go by Dwayne The Rock Johnson when he was building Hollywood. Mindful of the right. language there, Oz. But uh, basically, uh, when he got on the board of directors for TKO Holdings, which is the parent company now for UFC and WWE, uh-huh. um, that's when he was able to get all of his uh, trademarks. Um, he would have control over his own trademarks so he can make money on them and this, that, the other thing, you know, yeah. license them. And then um, and everything else that comes along with, uh, he got like a sign, he got like a $300 million sign on bonus. Jeez. Uh, well, here's yeah. the list of the things he's got rights over. Rocky Ma- 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 Maivia. Maivia. Yeah, that's a, that was a play on his, uh, his when he first debuted in the company. His father is Rocky Johnson, and his grandfather is uh, the high chief, Peter Maivia. So he took both names and made it his, uh, you know, his on-screen name. Another one, is, another one is Team Corporate, Rock Nation, The Nation, Rody Poo, Can- Candy, uh, Candy Ass, yeah, the Blue Chipper, the People's mm-hmm. Champion, yeah, the Great One, People's Team- Eyebrow, Team Bring It, Rock, uh, yeah. the Rock just brings it, the People's Elbow, yeah, finally the Rock has come back to whatever, yeah, uh, that's it. Doesn't, it doesn't matter what. Blue hell. Whatever town he's in, that's when he comes back. He's like, finally, the rocks come back to Portland or yeah. wherever he's at. Uh, the blue, uh, blue hell, the millions. Yeah, uh, the millions and millions of fans. Yeah. yeah. Rock, rock, yeah, uh, Pelosi, rock, a block, a lock, like rock apocalypse. Rock, rock apocalypse. Rock apocalypse. Project rock. And the most electrifying man in sports and entertainment. No, so they can't call that anybody else that. That's that's the, he bought that. The most well, the, well WWE always had that. Um, and, and they didn't use that for any other talent. Um, wow. but yeah. basically they you know, they made a lot of residuals that the rock could have made. Listen, that's you can argue the rock has enough money, but it's not the that's not really what it's down it comes down to. It comes down to all these things that he had come up with. Yeah, or him and his writers something. did, or his writers, whatever. It doesn't matter. But it's yeah. stuff that he was able to get over with the audience, and then the WWE is going to market that stuff in video games, in in the magazine, uh, any, any. It's just IP. It's intellectual property. Same thing with like when wrestlers would jump companies, they wouldn't be able to use like the one name that they had in WWE when they went to WCW. Um, even even a guy now, Cody Rhodes, which is the son of Dusty Rhodes, uh-huh. when he left WWE and went over to uh, AEW that he helped start up that company, he um, couldn't use the word. He couldn't use his last name. So he was just known as Cody. Right. He eventually won that back when he was still with AEW. But now he's back with WWE. I like that guy that you can't say, uh, let's get ready to rumble. He, he, he owns yeah, Michael Buffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you can see that. yeah. Uh Ed McMahon should have he should have done that with hey oh <laughs> you guys are too young to know that. You guys are too young. Sorry, sorry, never mind. Never mind. I giggled, I knew. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's that's some interesting stuff right there. Owning that owning that stuff, you know, owning the rights to that. Uh yeah. Well, I guess you know. So I've you, got said the, he, uh, you said he, he did get the people's elbow as his trademark. Yes, 
What about the rock bottom? What about the rock bottom? That's not. That wasn't on the list that I saw. Hmm. Rock bottom was it? Well, probably, probably they've been using rock bottom for a long time. They probably said, "Nah, you can't use that." You know, because man, I hit rock bottom the other day. And, oh, you can't well, say that anymore. Well, you know? I, I, I meant to like they, it's used to name his finishing move, right? Like all the guys, they always have the finisher to like put, you know, yeah, right, to build right. the the drama in the match. And that was people's elbow was one of his signature move, but the rock bottom was just like finisher. Yeah. All it was was a bookend. It was just a um, what do you, what, what was that? A bookend slam or something? Uh huh. I, yeah, I don't know what kind of move it is. The SEO, SEO. I bet you Hulk, I bet you Hulk Hogan's looking, going, dang! I wish I'd have thought of doing that. Oh, he did. Hulk, Hulk owns a lot of his. Uh, he owns much. a lot of his own stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't think he owns the name Hulk Hogan. I know he didn't because when he went to Hulk, no, he did because yeah, when he, he, did, he went to, he went uh, to WCW. WCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the big, a lot of times these big stars, the ones that are on top, they're smart when it comes down to filing or, or negotiating the new contracts with the company when they're still like in the prime of their career and I still a so. huge draw. That's when they renegotiate. They usually ask for things like that uh, to have that trademark because the company owns it. Like there's some guys who come up on the indie circuit, right? And they, they make a name for themselves and that's what catches the, you know, the radar of WWE scouts. And then they do tryouts, but then they get to that company and they either change their name. So it's unique to WWE because they don't want to trademark. They don't want to give up their own trademarks if they have them or they trademark their actual like names that they either, their nicknames or their name names like Cody yeah. Rhodes is his like that's hey, his well, actually no his name's Cody Runnels that's it hey, is that's somebody, is somebody taking a bath right now while they're talking I don't know my, but it's making washing, me have to pee I'm washing my hands <laughs> oh god you yeah. crash, crash has got to go to the bathroom now Sorry, I'm you gotta almost be careful done. making those noises around us old people, Chef. I'm sorry, I'm want you. I mean, if people I can't wash their hands, I mean, maybe, it's, maybe it's time for your diapers or your panties. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna have to start wearing the pins when I do the show. I'm gonna start coming on your show around the fountain every day. What is that? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, really why is well, running water? What the heck is well, happening well, to my bladder? Well, but. There is a joke that they make about like baby diapers and adult diapers. When they're babies, you want to hug them and love them and pamper them. But when when they get old, it depends on who's in the will. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait! I I always was under the assumption that older people could change their own diapers. <laughs> oh, you can. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right, when right, they reach right. a certain point, though, you gotta somebody's gotta. Well, help it, no, yeah. yeah, if, if their health starts dad, really I'll going do, downhill, I'll do anything for them. If it's anybody else, yeah, we gotta talk money. You'll come change my diaper for me. Uh, Absolutely. We would have to talk money. <laughs> but if it's my mom and my father, like, yeah, that's that's the least <laughs> I can do for them. It's like hugs, loves, and pampers diapers. <laughs> yeah, dude, I ain't changing nobody's diaper when they get old, man. Well, Why do you think my parents are going? I know this is a morning show, <laughs> but I'll try to be as uh, nice about it as possible. Okay, all right, please do, please do. A couple well, few well, years ago, 
Hold on, ago. hold on, champ. Let me get my let me get my finger on the horn here. Let me get my finger. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be as uh as non abrasive or vulgar as possible. So, but it's an It's a you know it's one of them stories. So anyway, we went we went to my aunt's house, my dad's sister's house. She she's awesome cook, but something didn't sit right with him. We're driving home, and it's only about like a ten minute ride. But he was really having a hard time, like. You know, he needed to go to the bathroom badly. And where we were driving, there was no hot, there's nothing, nowhere to stop. And we were close to the exit, that the first exit available to our house. So anyway, we get there and he's like, he's like struggling. And I thought he was kind of joking at first, right? The way he was talking. I'm like, yeah, who says stuff like this? Like, are you kidding me? And uh, he wasn't kidding. And as he was going up the steps, he had the, uh, he couldn't hold it any longer. So I basically, uh, not only had a hose down the steps, but I had to hose him down in the shower. <laughs> so if I could do that, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I yeah. If I were, if if I, if I got to that point, I'd set up the outside, the backyard garden hose for Grammy, so I could just, I just have to waddle out there and uh, bend over, and she just hoses me down. Yeah, just got one, got one of those long like sprinkler shower heads that they do for watering the plants. Yeah, yeah, Works yeah. perfectly. Oh no, she'd have to use one of those jet things to clean me off. I'd be a uh, oh, like a power washer. Yeah, power wash me down, baby. <laughs> that goes with yesterday's topic on farts. And do they have lumps? <laughs> and do they what? Have lumps? Do they have what? Lumps. Lumps. lumps? <laughs> Never mind. We'll move on from that. Yeah, I'll explain it to you later, Chef. <laughs> Am, am I the only one in the dark here? Uh, I don't no, know. Nobody else no. can say anything. No. Um, My lovely uh, lady humps. Check it out. Lady humps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw that that comedian Richard Lewis passed away. Yeah, man. That's sad. Oh, wow. We were just talking about that, about the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Man, he was funny. Yeah. Richard Lewis was a funny comedian. He was, uh, he was what I used to call one of those comedian complainers. You know, yep. you don't complain yep. about everybody. Make you, he'd crack you up. And he was like, he was perfect on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was a perfect yeah, was. Uh, counter to uh, Larry David. Yeah. And uh, I swear, are you watching that last uh, last season of that uh, now, Shep? The last season? Uh, no, I, so I have to catch up. I'm, I think I'm like um, two seasons from the final season. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, this, uh, this, uh, I, I'm really noticing it on this last season here. I've always noticed it throughout the, all the seasons, but more so this time, it looks like these guys are going out of their way to crack each other up while they're filming this show. Because sure. I swear there are some times when Larry David is laughing. I'm going, man, he's not faking it. He, this guy is cracking up. He is. He's cracking up, especially when Richard Lewis was around. Richard Lewis could crack him up, and uh, it's a it's a fun show. He's getting he's far more uh, he's getting far more political in his last season that he has. And I told Grammy, I go, well, it's his last season. He's getting a lot of stuff off his chest, you know. <laughs> but it is it's hilarious. Therapy. I love that show, Larry David. I, I, so I curb your enthusiasm. It, I love it. It said uh, I didn't know this that uh, he was uh, Richard Lewis was diagnosed in Parkinson's disease. In 2021, he announced in, in April of 2023, uh -huh. um, but he died of a heart attack um, at the age of 76. But he, 
he he was um, he well documented and and by him you know he, he didn't shy away from his uh, issues with cocaine back in the uh, earlier days of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a sitcom. I remember I, I remember I first yeah, learned of him on a sitcom. Yeah. All I know is he kept touching his head a lot when he would talk. It was the weirdest mannerism. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm doing it right now. You can't see me. Hey, you know, I, I, I yeah. Like he just like yeah, like he would like take his hand, like his fingertips on his forehead, and like yeah, I don't know, yeah, like, I was, I, I, yeah, I'm doing it, it was right like now. His, uh, yeah, yeah. What was, uh, yeah. what was that show? Yeah, Richard anything Richard. but love. Does that make sense? I I don't. Now, that's know. eighty nine from ninety two. That doesn't seem like it would be it. Let me just do his IMDb. Yeah, he was. I liked his comedy. He was a funny, funny guy. Uh, Richard Lewis was. He never looked. He didn't. I didn't, I never thought he looked that good in uh, Herbie. No. He looked pretty like sickly. He always, yeah, he always looked sickly. The only time he didn't look sickly was when he did that uh, Men in Tights, when he played the uh, the King of Sherwood uh, Sherwood Forest and all that in the Men in Tights, that Mel 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 Brooks movie. Uh huh. And in that movie, yeah, I don't know if you've anybody watched. He, oh, that's a great movie. If you watch that movie, the mole on his face moves all over moves. his face. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Kirby enthusiasm started in 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, well, before there was Kirby enthusiasm, there was Seinfeld, which Larry David was was part of during that show's ninth season run. Yeah, he was the uh, one of the creators and the writers of. Uh, yeah, and executive producers. Yes, he was in another show called Daddy Dearest. Is that the one? Never heard of that one. Now, who are we talking about? Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Yeah. Daddy Dearest. That does sound familiar, but I the show that came out in uh, nine, ninety-three, only for thirteen episodes. It was after Robin Hood. He was on the one episode of Larry Sanders. TV movie. Anything but love is the big one that he was on for fifty-six episodes. Was the he other was on, um, yeah, Men in Tights came out in nineteen ninety-three. Oh yeah, he was in that with uh, that Western type movie with John Candy, Wagons. The one that John Candy's when he passed away yeah, on set, hey, or doing West or whatever. Wagons yeah. East. Wagons East was the name of that. Wagons East, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Wagons. This is the yeah. one. The, the one I'm thinking of is anything but love. They're co-workers at oh, yeah, a Chicago sure. magazine with the mutual romantic attraction. Him and yeah, that's the one I was thinking hey, of. Hey Asher, good to see you. 89 to 92. Uh huh. Hey Asher, what's going on, man? How you doing, old yeah, man? I'm glad to see you. Hey, Until Friday. Yeah, I made it through it for another Friday, man. Just knocking them out. That's it. it. Not, not, not long. Not many left. We're still counting. <laughs> Daddy Dearest was the show he did with Don Rickles. I don't even remember that. Hey, have you updated your uh, your uh, uh, your uh, pool that you had me dying in? Have you changed your dates? Uh, no, uh, we're still set on the same date. I can't okay. remember what it was, but we're set on it. All right, I'm just checking. <laughs> Trying to. I'm trying to help you win there, buddy. I'm trying to help you win. <laughs> I know you are, but you know what? If, if you fiddle it, someone's always going to get, get upset. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll give you a heads up. If I can, I'll give you a heads up. I'll call you. <laughs> I think, I think it's going to happen real soon. Asha. <laughs> 
going to be 20 20 pound richer make sure you get the right numbers <laughs> that's crazy how you doing man are you uh, what you what are you gonna plan on this weekend what do you got going on uh nothing too nothing too much i'm gonna go do a session tomorrow morning uh tomorrow afternoon sorry uh-huh. uh on the bean i did one yesterday i i did the uh i just come back from swimming so but this is the funny, this is the funny part so i got in there and i just thought to myself you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to sit in the steam room. So I've sat in the steam room for about a good 20 minutes now with that eucalyptus and all of that just sat in there. And I was like, yeah, that's a good enough day for me today. <laughs> oh, so that was your workout sitting in the that was, steam room. That was it. Yeah, there and you I go. Could, and I could, all I could do is just smell all the alcohol coming out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else going there with you? They get drunk. That's it. There's that. I'm drunk off the vapor. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saying somebody yeah. is cutting out really bad. That's Ash's connection. No, it's probably me. I'm out and about on the road at the minute. So yeah, it's that. It's that Wi-Fi stuff in England. You know, it's not. It's not that good. You know. Listen, don't don't start with your back back backwards American internet. <laughs> <laughs> Spit it out, boy. Spit it out, man. That's, that's how I said it. And that's how you guys say it. you go back, 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 backwards. So, are you really, are you really going and swimming like what every day or every other day? What are you doing? Are you really? No, I just try to do it at least twice a week. Twice a week, okay. Yeah, he yeah. puts on his little rubber. That's a great pad. workout, man. Swimming. Right, he puts on his little speedos and his little armband so he don't yeah. float. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I've put my I've put my uh, speedboat speedboat armbands on. You mean your swimmies? Everything. They call them swimmies. The inflatables. Yeah, I put and I've yeah, used yeah, yeah, inflatables. Yeah. With the little like uh, little dingy tube. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, one of those around my waist. <laughs> and then he's out there swimming. He's out there swimming, and the and the and the kids are harassing him. They're hey, doggy paddle. Doggy paddle is still a stroke, isn't it? That's oh it. yeah. Basically, yeah. he was looking at me like he was just jealous. That's why, old man. Like, look oh, how cool this guy looks in these armbands. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way. Oh, that's funny. That is too funny, man. Too funny. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about Richard Lewis passing away. Are, is he familiar in England? That comedian, Richard Lewis. No. Hi, Brian. Man did you ever... No, not to you. No, did you ever watch the uh, Harry Bikers? The fat Harry Bikers. Harry no. Bikers, yes. He died. No, yesterday. I never did. Get, I never did. Who was that? Uh, one of the guys out there, Harry Bikers. He died yesterday. Huh. I never and, saw that show. I never saw oh. that. Do you, you you remember when you was over here? You you must have watched Coronation Street. Watched. Coronation yes, I did. Street. Always. Did you know Fred? Do you He's remember? talking to me, cat. Well, I was just saying <laughs> I watched it. Was that BV? Holy moly! No, yeah, no, I I watched Coronation Street. Yeah. Did that you know Fred Elliott died? No, he didn't. Really? Yeah. Oh. He see, died. He's old, these old guys are dropping like flies, Ash. He was hilarious. Might, 
you might be next. You never know. You never know. You never know. Let me look at my calendar. Nope, I don't have nothing planned this week. It looks like I'm still good this week going into March. I'm still good. What was the name of that show that the person that you're speaking of passed on? Coronation Street. Street. That's a a, a British soap opera. opera. Yes, soap opera. That that show's been on for a little over 63 years now. Prime time. And and, And what was the guy's name that passed? What was his name, Asha? Fred Elliott. Fred Elliott. That was his character name on TV. Yeah, that was his character name. I didn't know his actual government name. Actual actor's name. Government Fred name. Elliot, I've never, Fred Elliott. I've never heard it called government name. What's your government name? Government Asha, name. what's your Asha, what's your government name? <laughs> I'm not telling you my government name, sir. He was John Savident. That was John Sa- Savident, yeah. From uh he was on the show. It's a soap opera. Yeah, ninety six to uh, ninety four to 06. Um Asher, what was his favorite? What was his like most iconic line? I can't think of it. It says it was uh, when he played the butcher. Yeah, he killed the butcher shop. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, the uh, that's it. I say, I say. With this booming voice, yeah. Ah, uh, Ashley. Yeah. Well, he was 86 years old, so, I mean, he lived a full life. I miss all the old characters that they took away. That's it. Well, you're an old character. You're an old character now. You're an old character. <laughs> no, he's not an old character. He's just an ancient character. <laughs> ancient. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I'm looking at... I'm, oh, we used to watch Family Affairs when we lived over there. Family Affairs. We used to watch that. Uh, I'm trying to find that one. That I watched that. Emmerdale and nope. EastEnders. Yep, EastEnders. Emmerdale. Uh, Oaks, did you watch that or Brookside? Uh, I don't, Holly I don't Oaks, I watched, yes. Jesus. Oh, do you live in England or something? I live in Canada. No, you're all right then. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so, welcome. So, if uh, if we're cousins, what are if you're cousins to Americans? What are you to Canadians? Uh, Brothers and sisters? No, just just that 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 cousin who you just you see at family parties. Yep, that's it. Oh, it's yeah, the, it's the dodgy uncle. Uh, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to find that, that one we used to watch all the time. Uh, I can't find it. Uh, Coronation Street. Eastlanders. Uh, Eastlanders. Eastlanders. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What about... Um... I, don't, I, don't, I can't find an exhaustive list of... Uh, Soap operas here, you know, they don't. What about um, Emmerdale? Uh, I think I that's another soap that. opera. Emmerdale is my favorite. What channel was it on, old man? Oh man, I don't know. I'm thinking Channel Four. I'm not sure. 
If it yeah, was when was it on? ITV. If it was Hi, Amber. Floor, it would probably be. Um, it it had to deal with a it had to deal with a pub like the the Black Swan, the Black the Black Lion. It had to deal. It dealt with us around us a, a pub. Howard's Way or Family Affairs. I. What'd you Crossroads? say, Asha? What'd you say, Asha? I said every it's a British soap opera. Everything's in a pub. <laughs> that's true. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's so true. It is. Everything centers around a pub. Uh, but no, we loved we loved British television, man. It was it was on. It was on. It was oh tough. man! It says it was called Family Affairs. Is that what it is? The Family Affairs one? That's what it says. It says that Family Affairs, um, it was a 30-minute show. Uh, it ended in 2005. Did it run through uh, 2000? Was it on during 2000? It oh, came seven. on in 1997 and ended in oh. 2005. All right, all right. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, what the uh, one where the scrub the gator? It says Chris and Annie's parents were featured after losing his wife Sally. Who the the scrub the gator? Hey Amber. Yeah, Chris's partner building business. <laughs> there was a really good British uh, sketch comedy show. I can't think of the name of it, but the guy. I think it was named after like the one actor on the show, or after his character. It was a really funny show. I just caught it recently. Welcome back, Jeremy. I should think of the name of it. Uh, I like I like uh, British to, uh, British uh, television. Can, can, Canada, Canadian. I like uh, Canada, Canada television. I like Australian. Canada, Canada. That's some, that's some good TV right there, man. Nobody likes Canadian. Oh, they got some good stuff. I'm telling you, they got some good stuff. <laughs> Well, you and you know, Crash. She she probably grew up watching SCTV, which is like I the Canadian did. version of Saturday Night Live. I did. What about? Uh, did you did you watch um, uh, um, Kids in the Kids in the Hall? Correct. Yes. Oh, that that show. Did you know it's back on? Yes, they I did. Everybody's back on, and they're all. It's all the same guys, and they're all old guys now. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. All right, here we go. Family affair. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Channel five. It was on channel five. It says here. Uh, uh, channel five. You would have had. It was based in the London suburb of Charnham. 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 I'm trying to see if they named the name of the pub. Uh, well, I'll leave you till next week to let me yeah, know. Yeah, Pete Callahan, that guy, that guy, Pete Callahan. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I remember that name from that thing. Oh, no, you can't go yet. We got to figure out what's going on with this thing, though. No, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for stopping in. Anyway, um, I wish I could find those old shows to watch again. I really do, because they were fun. Just uh, do it on YouTube. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess I could, huh? Yeah. Huh. Um, I never thought of that. YouTube, huh? YouTube? You know, and I know like even like 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 some of like the settings of our American soap operas, like The Young and the Restless, for example, is set in 
Genoa City, Wisconsin, but and there there really is a Genoa City, Wisconsin, just right at, right outside of of Chicago, you know, like right near the state line, you know, to just like to the west of Chicago and Milwaukee. Much like like if you look at General Hospital, you, it, it's like the fictional Port Char Charles, New York, which is located in upstate New York. But but of course, we know that's a fictional city. And and then the yeah yeah y'all can still hear me right yeah we're listening yeah and then like is. like all my children one life to live you know <clears throat> are set in like the fi fictional Pennsylvania cities of Landview and Pine Valley which would be located outside of like the Philly and um and Allentown and then um and then like Search for Tomorrow was set in a Midwest like fictional town called Henderson but but it is not Henderson Nevada by the way and then. The Edge of Night is in Monticello, um, but then you have Monticello's in like other states, and then then you have like Oakdale and Springfield for As the World Turns and Guiding Light. Hey, thanks for calling in, Amber. I mean, uh, uh, Man Cave. Thanks, hey, Man Cave. It is. It's that was the show with the Black Swan. The Black Swan psychic Trish Wallace emerged as a reoccurring villain capable of rivaling Pete Callahan. Yeah, yeah, we used to watch that show. Uh, Grammy hated yeah. Pete Callahan, man. She used it to get says mad. that Pete Callahan sold the lock to buy an old style pub, the Black Swan. Yeah. This pool was revealed to be the same name as the Short Street. Yeah. Yeah. Black Swan. <laughs> Always wanted to go to the Black Swan and have a, have a beer. Yeah. I hear Black Swan and I think of the movie Black Swan with Natalie Portman. Well, that's based on that opera, The Black Swan. Yeah. Uh, this pub isn't based on the opera. I don't think. I don't know. Is that close to Denver? Oh, oh, Eric, are you wondering Jay, if the Jay, the Jay, Jay baby mentioned there being like a Henderson, Colorado. Oh, oh. I thought you were wondering if the Black Swan was close to... Uh... No. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know if Henderson, Colorado is a su suburb of Den Denver or if that's located in a different part of Colorado. Uh, oh. I don't think it's a suburb. It's less than, well, it could be. She says it's less than an hour. An out. outer suburb, like close yeah. to like a rural area. Yeah, it could be. Could be. All right. Well, there you go. Black Swan, solve that mystery. That's a great show. I need to look that up. Uh, what was it called? What's the name of the show again? Family Affairs. Family Affairs. Affairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I'd come home from work. I'd come home from work and uh, Grammy would have dinner ready and all that. And we'd sit down and, and watch all these shows <laughs> on the TV. Get caught up on our stories, you know. That's the only time we watched soap operas was when we were in uh, England. Uh, yeah, we never watched them here in the States. But we did over there. Yeah. Watch them. They were all prime time, too. So they're fun times. Well, well, in our daytime soaps could be seen in other countries, too. The Bold and the Beautiful is very popular around the world. And, and I'm sure you, Crash, have probably seen American soap operas on Canadian TV like 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 some of the soap operas I just mentioned. Yeah, Edge of Night. I remember my grandma used to watch it when I was really little, and you weren't allowed to talk or move or anything. You had to sit on the couch quietly. <laughs> yeah, you're right, James. Yeah, you're right, James. Who needs po who needs soap operas when you have politics? Actually, James, who needs soap operas when you got Podbean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, like in Washington, that's probably the biggest soap opera going on right now. Uh, Sweet Angel Bear, she likes us uh, bold and the beautiful. 
Boy. Oh, that's a good show. It is yeah. a I mean, I really miss show. Sally and Stephanie on that show. Me too. Yeah. You know, it's funny that the primetime ones never Brooke seem is still there. Uh, the primetime like soap operas never seem to click like the daytime ones. Don't you agree, Eric? I would say so. And then, and then like the Young and the Restless, I know I miss seeing like Neil and Drusilla as well as I miss seeing Catherine, but but the day Eric Braden dies, you know, and they have to kill off Victor's character, that's definitely going to be a sad day for the sure. The whole show will collapse. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But they still uh, have Melody Thomas Scott as Nikki. Uh, come, uh, Jeremy says the WWE is nothing but a soap opera for men. And so is the NFL. <laughs> so is the NFL, Jeremy. The NFL is yes. just a soap opera for men. You know, Mel's, Melrose Place and 90210 <sighs> were soap operas for nighttime. They lasted yep. a while. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah, but they, they never they never seem to have the audience that the they were more drama had. series than anything because soap operas have that different like uh, production value to them. Yeah, that's true too. That's true. Yeah, the camera, yeah. the camera, the the picture always looked different. It looked like they were filming it on a stage, uh, like a uh, yeah, and it was like filmed with like a home video camera or something. <clears throat> yeah, it had a different feel to it. But yeah, yeah but like definitely WWE. You're there in the I mean, a, a little less now than it was, but it still is. All of, I mean, yeah, WWE is definitely so proper. Well, but and it's it really, without it, the I mean, it's not as mouth. It's real I, to me, dang it. I, I, I feel like yeah, <laughs> I feel like it used to be. It used to be more of a soap opera, and then now they're turning to more like just getting people invested in the story between the characters than that soap opera esque. Uh, drama that they used to do like that you know they changed their their they changed their programming a lot since like the late 2000s early 2000s i mean well yeah but if they're trying to get them locked into the storylines for the characters that's soap opera right there i mean well yeah i mean they have wonder, to right like how, how are you gonna yeah. if, if people aren't invested in the, in, in the fighters or the wrestlers they're not gonna buy the uh the pay-per-views same thing with boxing or, or mma People have to be invested in the guys for them to be, unless they're just that great of an athlete and that great of a champion. Usually it's about like the drama between the two, like especially with the weigh-ins and the press conferences and the trash talking. It's all, yeah. it's all drama. Yeah, it's all to draw the crowd. But do you actually think the uh, the UFC fights are, I don't think those are scripted. I no, 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 I don't think the fights are. I don't think the fights are. I do think, I do think the storylines are though. I like like the drama. I think they definitely produce some of that, but the fights really? themselves are legit no, sport competition. Yeah, yeah, because there's My no opinion. way a there's no way a person would take a beating like that. You know, all right, uh, Johnson, you're going to lose this fight, but now you know you got to take that beating. And oh, by the way, you were going to break your right leg. And right, the, the, your right leg gets broken this series. You know, well, look, at, uh, look at look at boxers. I mean. They, they, they'll take a knockout blow by Mike Tyson just to take a purse of a couple million dollars. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Well, boxing's always had that underlining uh, gangster-type betting thing yes. where, you know, like, people taking dives and that kind of stuff. And Yeah, like Don King was one of them infamous promoters. To, yeah. To, to be influential and in doing something similar to that with the other fighters, yeah. I you mean, know, and I think, uh, I think, it, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about because, you know, I mean, look at the, 
I mean, you look how famous a boxer gets, you know, like, like take Mike Tyson, you know, do you, do you, um, he was a beast though, man. Yeah, he was a beast. I I can't imagine, I can't imagine, uh, I can't imagine, but man, I don't know. You know, people could go and say, okay, you're going up against Tyson. You've got to make it to the third, you got to make it to the third round, (laughs) you know? I don't know how the sport works, so maybe you guys can educate me. Don't both players do get paid, right? For fighting, one just gets paid more than the other in a in boxing. They get a winner. They get a winner's purse. So they get yeah, they get a winner's they, purse, but then the 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 competitor, like the person who's let's just say it's a championship bout where the money's really high, mm-hmm. and you have two like high profile names, you're gonna have the loser of that of that boxing match is still gonna make money. Okay, um, that's what I thought. But it's all about taking. So when it comes down to betting, though, you know, there's all different ways of betting on sports. But one of them right. could be like, what, what round is Tyson going over, or, or is he going over by TKO or KO? Um, all different little things like that. And I believe okay. some of that stuff is uh, not scripted, but you know, if they're telling okay, a guy so. to lose to Tyson, right? I mean, I would want to lose in one hit. Right. <laughs> I'm Me not too. Kidding, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like so. Heck yeah. Oh yeah, I'd have got in the ring with Mike Tyson in his prime. I'd have stood up, the bell rings, I'd fall down. (laughs) 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 I wouldn't even let him get across the ring. I'd just fall down. I didn't even see it coming. No, dude, it'd be it'd be like a Rocky movie. Old man, I picture you as like a real bad butt. Like I really do. Like I think you really could have held your own in fights and like I don't know, I just see you as that person. I still, th- I still think the old man's a hell's angel. I think <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I think the old man back, like especially in his prime, especially then. Like I think no one would want to fight. The yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Yeah, like a that, take no prisoners attitude. I, I'm just that. I'm just that dog that uh, is all happy and loves everybody. Skulls, man. I just happen to have my ears and my tail bopped, and I look like a Doberman pincher. I, 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 you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm really just a friendly little person. Uh, there's no. No, I know you're friendly, but not I'm a just mean saying bone if, in my body. No, yeah. I don't think that about you. Not but now, I think that because if a of man, Grammy, but. I think that if a man challenged you back in the day, you would have taken them out is what I think. Like if a guy would have stepped up to you, I see no problem with you, like wiping them to the floor. Like that would have been a worse mistake for them to step to you. That's how I like your friendly I will guy. Not, I will not confirm or deny <laughs> what Amber is saying. I, I'm an innocent man. <laughs> I stick with my sister. I am innocent. Well, man. didn't you, you used to bounce clubs, didn't you? Yeah, I I bounced bars for two years. So uh, you you you're not. I mean, I'm not saying that you're not a uh, sweet man. I'm just saying that you're not to a be saint, a bouncer, brother. You're not a saint, brother. You have to be able to turn. You have to be able to to turn that on. And sometimes right. some people just don't have that in them to turn on. See, that's yeah, what I think. Was, uh, I think what, the old man's sweet. Switch. What turned has... uh, uh, Shep? What helped turn that switch on when I was blank when I was bouncing was a little bit of uh, wild turkey. I got to see the booze. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wild turkey. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Wild turkey keeps driving me. What was when 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 you were when you were bouncing on man? What was one of the worst? Um, God, I love you. Incidences that you had like trying to either break up a fight or getting somebody out of the bar club. 
Uh, it, we had a we had a big fight. We had a big fight in the bar, and uh, got we got that all taken care of and done. But then when we left, when we left, I always went. I always went uh, to and from work with my friend uh, Big John Bowles. Uh, we lived in Chino Valley together, and I always rode with him. And we're walking. We never parked our car by the bar. We always had to have a little bit of a walk to get oh, to our car. And so we're walking across this parking lot onto a, the street, the next street over from the bar. And this car pulls in, comes flying in and cuts us off. And the guy jumps out and pulls a gun on us. Oh. That ended up being one of the scariest times. As a matter of fact, he, I bounced. He was in the, he was in the bar that evening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of the ones Shoot. that got uh, taken out of the bar. But that was one of the uh, that was the thing that uh, ended my uh, bouncing career. The next day, the next day, that happened on a Friday yeah. night. The bat, the place was packed, shoulder to shoulder. It was jam packed people. And then Friday night, that happened. There was uh, bullets flying down there, flying around the street. And uh, Saturday, oh, they, they, when we they went, they were actually shooting at each other. Yeah, no, no, they were actually shooting at us. <laughs> Thank you, uh, John, oh my, my God. friend John, the car pulls in, and I, now we're up, me and John are facing the drive. We're at the driver's side of the car. The car is diagonally in the street. The guy, the passenger, mm -hmm. jumps out and pulls a gun out and points it at me. Keep in mind, wow. we're all drunk. We're all drunk. Wow. He points the gun at me, and I'm going, yeah, and I'm walking around the back of the car to get on his side of the car, and he takes his gun and and. Next thing I know, John's got his gun pointing at that guy over the top of the car. Uh, and he's got like a little 22. John's got that big, uh, you know, nine millimeter. big 40, 45, 45, you know, big 45 pointing at him. And uh, the, the driver is yelling at his buddy, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. And uh, next thing I know, the guy takes his attention off me, puts it on John. So John and this guy are pointing their guns at each other over the top of the car. And John goes, go ahead. You in a lot of foul language flying. Go ahead. Do it. Shoot me. You're going to put a little tiny hole in my head. I'm going to blow your head clean off. You know, the words are being exchanged. Yeah. And so the, oh, the kid, the kid, the kid ducked down to get into the car. And as he ducked down at 1.30 in the morning, as he ducked down, John let that 45 caliber uh, 1911 ring out. And that, I mean, that was so loud. Uh, that gun went off. The kid jumps in his car. And then uh, the kid, the driver was always yell, was yelling at the kid, hey, his gun's empty, his gun's empty. So anyway, that happened. John crams his gun into the driver's face and says, you still think it's empty? <laughs> Uh, nobody that the I guy, know carries a guy. Gun. The guy romps on the car. Yeah. Start the wind. I mean, he stomps on it. The wheels are spinning. And he kind of the car kind of fishtails and bumps John out of the way. I'm by this time I'm in the middle of the road. Bumps John and starts jetting down Cortez Avenue in Prescott, Arizona, heading towards a open field, a a football field that's there. So there's no houses. And John takes three steps into the middle of the street and then puts three more shots into the trunk of that car. And then the car fishtails into making that curve off of uh, Cortez. He's going to make a, a right, a left-hand turn. He slides, right. 
doesn't let up on the gas, slides the car. And as the car's sitting going sideways, John puts three more bullets, three more oh bullets in the, in the rear core panel of that car. So John fired seven times. Wow. And then John, you know, and he takes off. And now it's dead silent. It is so quiet. John walks over to me. He ejects the magazine out of his, his gun, puts another magazine in his car, his gun, chambers around, and he looks at me and goes, well, I guess we ought to go. <laughs> it's just as calm as can be. And I'm sitting there going. I mean, That's I was, all, folks. <laughs> I was uh, man, I was sober. I sobered up fast. And then uh, we left. Yeah. And I next- bet you had an adrenaline dump after that because I had an adrenaline dump once. And, man, there is something to that adrenaline dump. The next uh, the next day, Shep, we go to work. There is nobody in the bar. Nobody came in the bar. It's empty. It's it's just it doesn't even have a quarter of the crowd. Whoa. And the owner comes down the stairs. John and I worked the back door. The owner comes down the stairs and he's looking at us and goes, "Hey, did you guys hear any uh, hear any gunplay last night?" And, and and John goes, "No, no, we didn't hear anything. Must have happened after we left." And he looks at us. The owner looks at us. And goes, "You guys okay?" "Yeah, we're fine. We're easy peasy lemon squeezy, man. No problem." And uh, and to this day, I still don't know where John had that gun because John was an older guy, a big guy, kind of a big guy, not as big as me, but he was a little chunky. He wore tight jeans and T-shirt, vest, and I have no idea where he had that gun. I had no idea where he pulled it from. All I know is he had it, and I was glad he did. You know, and I was a nervous wreck that day, that night. That was a Saturday night. And uh, I, uh, John goes, I need, uh, he hands me a drink. He goes, you need to, you need to get take the edge off because you're scaring me now. You're so scared. And you could so see that you were like being a little cagey and stuff. Yeah. 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 You could tell I was freaking out. And then yeah. so and that was, and then I, I quit after that. I, I go, you know, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to get killed for $4 and 50 cents an hour. I'm just not going to no. do it. I mean, and, uh, luckily there weren't the like surveillance cameras like there are nowadays. Oh, nowhere, nowhere. Now, the guy that bounced at the front of the bar, he told us that he was up at the front of the bar on Gurley Street, and he was there with two with two cop squad cars sitting there. So there was like four cops and him. His name was Tiny, and they're talking. The cops are outside the car, and all of a sudden, they hear this boom, pop, 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 boom, 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 pop, boom, 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 and they're going, this sounds like gunfire. And then, and then Tiny says they saw a car go jetting across the intersection down the way. And then the cops go, uh, uh, you think we ought to go around and see what's going on? And the one cop goes, no, let's wait a minute. Let's let it calm down before we go around. That was the cops in Prescott at the time, in the early 70s, in the early 70s. And uh, 73, uh, yeah. Um, so, you leaving uh, us crash? Yeah. Yeah, I got to go. I got to run. I have a couple doctor's appointments. All right, Crash. Thanks for stopping by. Later, Gator. Later, Gator. Later, Gator. I put the stuff in for my podcast. (laughs) All right, cool. Uh, Thank you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, Crash. Bye, Bye, Cindy. Bye, Shep. I love her name for you, Jimmy. Later, Crash. I love that. uh, So, Shep, I went home that night. John dropped me off. I went home. I walked in the house, and uh, the kid's mom, who was my wife at the time, she looked at me, and I was as white as a goat. She goes, what happened? Mm-hmm. Nothing, <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, scared me to death. Uh, I can actually, I can actually, uh, I didn't hear, I didn't hear any of the bullets that guy was firing. I didn't hear any of the bullets go over my head. 
you know. And John who shot says, the first shot? The, the the other guys or John? Oh, oh, John did. John put that bullet like about three inches over that guy's head as he's dipping down into car. I mean, wow. uh, you know, and you you can feel those rounds when they go by you. And um, and uh, he did, and he, there was three other shots fired, but we figured that John goes, hey, he probably got scared and fired him into the floorboard of his car. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean. Go ahead, Chip. Oh, Amber, we're still, I didn't want to step on Amber. No, go ahead, Chip. Go ahead, Chip. No, I was, I was going to say, um, to be in that situation, like I, I've had a gun pulled that on me once, never shot, obviously, and I didn't have a uh -huh. gun. But uh, yeah, to talk about going from you know uh, crap face drunk to being sober in the matter of a minute, oh, man. Oh yeah, especially like when the uh, guns are banging. Yeah, oh. you know. Now, now, the old man, you got to. Sorry, so that was it. Right, uh, I was just saying, I learned not to run my mouth when uh, somebody pulls a gun. There, there's a little bit of a delay on here. Oh, we never, we, uh, I, I never went out again. I, I never went out, and that happened. Uh, that happened around uh, April 26th because it was three days before Rich was born. Oh April 26th. That's what happened. Well, and um, so I didn't go out around, at, and and it, I didn't, I didn't hang around Prescott at all anymore after that because I lived in Chino Valley. I went there. They wanted me to work for them on, on. Um, July 4th. So I said, no, man, you could make good money bouncing in a bar July 4th. So John comes over. Hey, man, they want you to come work the July 4th weekend. Come on. Come on. You'll be with me. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, yeah nothing's going to happen. So I go there, and the, the the population of Prescott, it like quadruples when uh, 4th of July happens. So it's, oh, yeah. it's just wall-to-wall -wall people walking yep. down the street and the sidewalks. Sure. I'm walking down the sidewalk to go to the bar, go to the bar. And I look up, and my eyes lock on the face of what of one of the guy either driving or the guy that did the shooting. Our eyes locked. And, and this is now three months later, right? You said it was April, yeah, July. Yeah. He, yeah, and he turned and ran away. He turned and ran away. <laughs> and, and and I didn't turn and run away because I did. I didn't think that fast, you know. <laughs> and sure. I, so I go yeah. in. I go in. I get to my my post in the in the bar and john's there and i go john i saw i saw i saw one of those guys, i saw one of those guys walking down the street john he goes will you not will you just relax it'd be okay I, it'll be okay i'm telling you it'll be all right don't worry about it uh because john was like old school cowboy you know what happened in the west stayed in the west and that kind of stuff so yeah like no yeah. Uh, no grudge like not no grudges but like he, yeah the type of guy that that well, you can have an incident with those two other guys and and somehow make it uh cordial here's, the, the here's the scariest part of that whole thing Shep because when John and that guy were uh he was pointing his gun at me John was pointing his gun at him and I go how I go what what stopped you from shooting that guy he goes he pulled his gun off you and put it on me <clears throat> I go how close were you to shooting that guy he goes I was pulling the trigger and I'm going, oh, because I don't know if you've ever fired a gun. A trigger pull is not very long. much. Oh, and and he's pulling to me. He's pulling that. Uh, he's pulling that trigger, and uh, and his, the guy focused on me instead of John. I mean, put his attention on John instead of me, and that's what saved that kid's life. John was going to kill him, and I said, John, what would you have done if you'd have shot and killed him? He goes, I'd have just reached into window and shot the driver in the head. He goes, no witnesses. 
He goes, dead men don't talk. True. They started it. They shot at us first. I, I it was all self defense, and it that was that scared me, Shep, because I knew John was a rough guy. I knew John was like a little bit crazy. That yeah. that proved to me that John was crazy. John was a little crazy. I mean, yeah. crazy in a good way. Crazy in a good way, you know. No, I mean, but I don't right. mean. Like, I mean, you, you can see the look in somebody's eye, but until you see that action, yeah, it really uh, solidifies. Uh, yeah, it's a it, scary it thing. Scary, but but people yeah. should be careful. It didn't stop me from hanging around John. Didn't stop me from hanging around John. I just loved the guy. Oh, no. to death. Oh, I think yeah. about that he, old man. Mean, think, think he about was the that. guy. He was the guy that would wake up in the morning. He had three acres of land in Chino Valley. He raised hogs, and he he woke up one morning, three thirty in the morning. His dogs are barking. Flicks on the lights to light up his property, and he sees a shadow moving in the in the in the back of his property. And he just empties a uh, empties a forty four magnum out there, and then he goes back to bed, and he's telling us the story. And I'm going, John, what would you have done if you'd killed somebody? He goes, ah, I just I'd have fed him to the hogs. And I thought, yeah, right, John, right. Well, after that day on the street, I went, that's a true story. What John told me, that's a true story. John mm -hmm. would definitely kill somebody in his yard, a trespasser, and he would definitely feed him to the hogs. This man is crazy. <laughs> Well, I want you to think about what you experience, old man, and the police officers around our nation feel, see that and deal with that every day, and yet they still arm up the next day and go to work, even though it does it does scare them. It's not like they're not scared when that happens to them. They, they're just as terrified as you were. They just end up dealing with it because of all the training that they've had. And yet they'll suit up the next day to do the same thing over over again. Can you? And they're not getting paid like exuberant amount of money to do that either. I mean, so you got a glimpse of what it's like for them to suit up every day and deal with being shot at and dealing with having guns pulled on them on a regular basis. And for that, I feel honored. <laughs> no, I know that already, Amber. Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell me that. I have friends who are cops. Mm -hmm. I know everything that they do. But it gives you another perspective. Like someone like me who never had a gun pulled on them, I hope I never do. It's a different perspective than what you went through. Because you, you can relate to now what it feels like to be on the other side of that barrel. You're right. It's just a I different, can. you can put those shoes on now. I can't because I, I haven't experienced that. And praise God you're still alive, old man. I'm so happy you're still alive. Not any happier than I am. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. All righty. Good times. But that was the scariest thing that ever happened to me, Shep, when I bounced bars. And that's why I never bounced bars again. Didn't want to get shot. Because that's when people started carrying guns to bars. And it was just, it was what, crazy. What, you, crazy what, what, were you, what were you doing with the bars? Bouncing. We were checking IDs, throwing people that are rowdy out. You know, people to break, people to stand up in the bar and they go, "Hey, you son of a me, I'm gonna throw him and punch it out." And we'd go break up the fights and throw them both you out. You know, combative behavior yeah, yeah, that doesn't get tolerated. Stuff, you know. uh, we'd have a the owner of the bar would come down and he'd walk between me and John and he'd he'd just look at the crowd that's there because we were at the bandstand and all the people dancing and the people sitting in the tables around the dance floor and he'd just look and go, "I don't like that guy. Get him out of here." We go, but shit. Shell, he hasn't done anything. I don't care. It's my bar. I don't want him in here. All right. And we'd have to go tell the guy, hey, the owner wants you to leave. But I have never I haven't done anything. We know you haven't. Go next door to Matt's. 
Here's some money. Buy your. We'll buy you your first drink. You got to get out of here. I'm not getting out of there. No one's going to throw me. No one's going to tell me I got to leave. And we would go, all right, here we go. <laughs> you know, and we'd have a big fight. Was that on Whiskey Row that you yeah. were bouncing? Whiskey Row, the Palace Bar, the Palace Bar, famous Palace Bar on Whiskey Row. Wow. I'm going to look at that bar a little differently now. I'm like the old band was, Did you drop some was a bad butt. That was one you, of the oh shit! You you guys all heard that? Yeah, I just spilled yeah. my whole cereal, man. Oh, I'm so sorry. No. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to drop cereal that. Down. I apologize if I offended anybody with that. Cereal down. Don't, cereal don't, down. Don't be. I'm sorry. We're I sorry for you. Though. No, with the, I I no, I dropped. Yeah, but the language. No, um, you didn't say anything bad. You didn't say anything um, bad. Yeah. Oh, he I did, did say the S word, but he's. Oh forgiven. well, I was, I was, I was talking over. No, I, you so yeah, much. no, I, I know he did. Yeah, yeah, but anyway. Hey, and uh, uh, um, Eric, just so you know, I got a just got a text message from Cracks from Michelle. She says, thanks. "Oh, nice." She says, "Thanks. Hope everything. Hope everything is well there." So she acknowledged. She acknowledged, uh, you know, saying happy birthday to her. So good. Well, and hopefully she saw the, the the birthday message I posted on, you know, her Facebook wall, and I edited it up so I can include your name, but I also made sure to include the podcast page too. I hope she listens to it so she can hear the drunken sailor choir. Yeah, that's what I want. That's right. what I want. Yeah. And and if you look at Podbean Podcast Nation, I finally posted the March birthday list. Oh, okay, cool. Because I I know hopefully we're going to work on getting saucy in here on Tuesday and then and then a little later in the month hopefully you know Chris from the Homestead Handyman and Forgotten Tunes podcast and Ellie Dolphin and we definitely got to get Rick Irish in here on the twenty eighth. I yeah. love it. I love getting saucy. So that's great that it's going to happen on Tuesday. If she comes in, she usually does. So we'll get her. Hey, the only thing I can say about what happened with me in the <laughs> bars and that everybody. The only thing I can say to everybody about what happened to me in the bars and that is don't do stupid stuff. All right? Don't do stupid stuff. Think. Just remember, 10 seconds of stupid can change your life forever. So don't do stupid so, stuff. You know, you don't mean, like, don't marry your sister. Uh, what is it, uh... <laughs> yeah, don't marry your sister, Shep. Not a good yeah, yeah. Not a good Something move. Like that, right? <laughs> or your cousin, for that matter. <laughs> That she's a looker, yeah. chef. I don't know. I, say I know, man. Hey, listen. Better than marrying your sister. <laughs> if, it's, if, if it's not by blood, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Eric, I'm going to turn it over to you, buddy. Tell us what's going on. Well, I know um, Well, I know Russ is going live next after this recording wraps up. And um, coming up a little bit later, you'll have um, Cummings' Culture going live around 6 p.m. Eastern time. And that'll be followed at 7 p.m. Eastern time by This WAP Doesn't Lie. And then primetime this evening, um, Fair Use is doing his music show. And then Marley's doing the Underground Shuffle. And, I'm, and I think Rush should be back a little bit later. Don't know if it's a outside of Oz or another Friday Night Chill show. But I know hopefully Shelby's able to do um, Herbal Talk this weekend, along with the Main Beans and Weenie show and, and some of the other friends doing shows. And then, and then we're going to do it all again next week. And I presume Monday... Crash and Shonda might do a special morning tea where they discuss like their family heritages. Well, and, I've, um, got a, uh, I've got a feeling that uh, you know Shelby and Alaska and everybody. I, I imagine Brett's probably got a probably got a pretty good full uh, plan for them taking them oh, out. 
all kinds of stuff. So, oh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely be on the lookout for Brett to fire up some shows with with Shane and Lucky Me and Short Pants yeah. Robert and would, and Shelby that. there. Yeah, I would look for that. Uh, hey, thanks for coming in and tuning into the show, everybody. Thanks, Amber. Thanks, Shep. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, uh, Kat, for being on the panel. Russ, thanks, buddy, for being here and uh, helping me out there when I had to leave for a minute. Uh, listen, you're downloading the show. Love it. Following the show, that's great. But do me a favor. Go to Apple. Go to Spotify. And give me uh, give me a uh-huh. rate. Rate us. Rate us over there on there. Go to our webpage, www.theoldmanspodcast.com. Give us a review. Give us a review. Give us follows on those other platforms. That would be honest. That'd be yeah, great. Give, give him a Mountain Dew and a Moon Bar. Bye, give guys. Give him a Mountain Dew and a Moon <laughs> right? Right? me. Yeah, I would take See, it. I'm doing a uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but listen to, uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Gaggle, Gaggle, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and of course, Podbean. And We're wrapping it up, Asha. On- can find us on Feedspot and iTunes. So uh, give us follows on all those platforms, and we'd appreciate it. It's going to be a great weekend. This is the first weekend in March. You know what do they say about March? Comes in as a lion, leaves like a lamb. That yeah, be, I don't know. I don't know. It, it could be that way. Well, and you also got St. Patrick's Day on the seventeenth and Easter on the thirty-first. That's right. A lot of good holidays coming up. A lot of good drinking holidays. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right, but that but that's what it is. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see everybody over at Russ's. Yeah, we're getting out of here. Get over there and uh, pay a visit to Russ over there on Outside of Normal coming up right now, right when we're done. Big Rich Dog, close us out, buddy. This is Big Rich Dog from the Dreadnought 928 podcast, and you've been listening to the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators live on Podbean. And that concludes another week of podcasting excellence. Tune in next week at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for more laughs and giggles. Until then, good day and good night. Later, Gators. We're out of here. Later, Gators. See you on Podbean. Later, Gators. We'll, We'll see you Monday. Later.